Yeah. 14 minutes it is before 8 p.m. We go straight into our headline segment. Patco set to fire 1,000 employees for embarking on an illegal strike. And uh, Patco has confirmed uh, that uh, they'll be doing this this after they've taken disciplinary action against these employees who continued their strike for better wages earlier on this morning. Now, the employees parked their buses last week demanding a 6% wage increase and some back pay, claiming that the buses uh, company had not paid them bonuses since 2020. And these drivers picketed outside various Patco offices, including that in Soweto, uh, Pretoria, and out in Pumalanga as well. And uh, yeah, many of them saying they want an escalation that was supposed to take place in 2020, and they want bonuses that were supposed to come into effect in 2020, uh, but uh, have been told that these are subject to processes uh, and uh, the unions have appealed this particular issue. And we're going to be speaking to the unions in the next few minutes. But before we go there... Uh, let's take a brief listen uh, to uh, what some of the workers have said, speaking to some of our colleagues here at the Public Broadcaster. Take a listen to this. Joined on the line now to talk about this particular matter by Alfred Boboko, National Convener of the South African Transport and Allied Workers Union, Satau. Alfred, uh, good evening to you, sir, and welcome to Metro FM Talk. Good evening, everybody. You are welcome, sir. Uh, I hope you are well. I'm well, sir. Yeah, yeah. All else considered, of course, under the circumstances. Daddy Alfred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Maybe start start things off uh, by explaining for us. Pre or just before 2020, ordinarily, how would the bargaining cycle work for yourselves? As Abasibin Zibasepadko, you know, would would every year be associated with a bargaining season where you would bargain for escalation and also, I guess, for some of your bonuses as well? Look, all, all, all employers and employees are regulated by the, by the main collective agreement. And prior COVID-19, there was no problem that we have encountered. But after COVID-19, there was many issues that has happened and companies starting to apply for exemption, not want to comply with the main collective agreement. Hardcore is one of the company that started to apply for the for 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 exemption in 20, 2020, not mm. one to comply with the, with the outcome of the bargaining council agreement. Because we remember the the MCA re- regulated all companies, whether you force under the scope of the bargaining council, we we, we, we go to an extent to request that parties not fall. No, that does not fall to the uh, uh, the scope of the main collective agreement. It's the, the, the main collective agreement must, must be extended to them throughout the minister. As a result, one of bus companies who are operating to comply with the main collective agreement. As a result, in 2020, Hardcore decided not to comply and apply for exemption. Mm. The main collective dictate the process how to apply for exemption. The company have the right to apply for exemption, we're okay. the right Let's do this. Let's do this. There's a bit of a challenge with your line there. Uh, so maybe hold the line for us there for a second uh, while we try and reestablish our connection with Ndada Alfred uh, Walker on a much better line. Yeah, indeed. And uh, we certainly hope we'll be able to connect with him. A uh, bit of an issue there on uh, our line insofar as that is concerned. But a uh, big issue there uh, being uh, the looming uh, uh, retrenchment of um, yeah, a thousand or so workers. I mean, it's no, it's no inconsequential number if one thinks about how many uh, each of those workers are supporting uh, by way of um, 
members of their immediate family, extended families, and so on. Uh, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. You can give us a shout. We're on 086-000-2160, 086-000-2160. Dada Alfred, I hope I have you on a better line. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you clearly, sir. Please go ahead. You were talking about the exemptions uh, that uh, an entity can apply for um, in uh, the bargaining rules. Yes, the employers have the right to apply for exemption, whereas the union have the right to oppose the exemption. Mm. It's exactly what has happened between the trade union, Sartau, uh, 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 and PASCO. But what, what has happened now, the outcome of the, 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 the that exemption take, take place from 2020 until now this year, 2022. The, the ruling uh, came out in April 22 this year, which was in favor of the trade unions to say that the company must comply pay employees backdated 6% and the bonuses. Mm. And that, that, ruling, that, that ruling from the Sarbac uh, 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 panelist, it was clear that the company must pay three equal branches. The first was supposed to be paid on the 30th of August this year, the second 28th February 2023, and the second before the 1st August. 2023. As a result, the company decided to appeal the outcome of the ruling to the, to the Labor Court. And unfortunately, this process has been dragged. A certain was not yet determined by the Labor Court. And uh, until the 31st of August have reached where empl- the employees decided to go to an, an unprotected strike. Mm, mm. Now, now, I mean, I guess as, as we talk about this matter, um, it comes hot on the heels of what we saw a few months ago where commuters were lamenting um, a massive price and a fair increase on the part of commuters. And one of the, you know, uh, I guess things that the company was raising was that, look, their cost base has gone up. Uh, the fuel price has gone up. Costs of maintenance have gone up. And of course, uh, you know, they're also suggesting that their labor costs in the last few years have also gone up. But you are now going on strike. Uh, and I'd be interested to hear what the company is saying. When you say Nifunu 6%, what is the company arguing, I guess, to suggest that they might not be able to do to meet that? Yes, of course, the company says they cannot afford to pay uh, 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 the 6% pending the, the hearing of labor court and the bonuses. But we are flexible as the union to, to say, come, let us sit on the table and, and negotiate and see how this can we resolve this matter and remedy the situation that is right happening now to see how best can we meet one another. Unfortunately, the company was arrogant. And and, and, and remember, it's, it's, it's not to say that we are saying that uh, a, 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 a company must must comply and pay the full amount immediately. We could have sat on the table and arranged how can they be able to, to pay this bonus as an employee and this 6% of employees. So, unfortunately, we didn't meet joy. We, 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 we tried to, to engage them since Friday. We go and engage them. Last yesterday, around 1 o'clock, after consulting with the employee, we go and engage the company to say, let's sit on the table and engage and see how best can we resolve the matter. But, unfortunately, we couldn't uh, 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 have that proper engagement to reach consensus. Mm, mm. Now, now, I guess the, the other dynamic here, um, and I'd love to hear your, your perspective as a trade union on this issue. 
The company has made an argument as well, saying the escalation that was due to them, just like Nani Abasebenzi are calling for uh, an escalation that was due to yourselves in 2020, bonuses that were due to yourselves in 2020, uh, which were suspended because of the situation at that time. They are saying that they are severely underfunded by the government, which uh, gives them the subsidies. Um, there hasn't been an escalation in their operating grant in the last while. Um, and um, if one looks at the budget that was you know, announced uh, in February, only a 2.8% increase expected in that transport uh, operating grant, public transport operating grant. And they are saying, as we can all see, you know, a lot of their fleet is not maintained, gets stuck on the side of the road, fuel prices have gone up, you know, they're dealing with massive wage costs, but yet the money they get to support themselves is not coming on board, and that's why they're having to pass this on to commuters, and in this case, maybe having to get some sacrifices from yourselves. Um, what, what do you say to an argument like that as the trade union? Well, on Monday, we make a submission to say, uh, let us sit on the table, bring on your financial mm. uh, 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 statement, let us make a proof to us, because... You cannot keep on engaged telling us you can go on, you've got the financial crisis without, without proving to us that trade union really what you are meaning is true. But you came to the table and said you've got financial crisis, we're engaging the government, whereas the government also is giving subsidies. Those companies are being subsidized by the government on monthly basis. So if they couldn't even come to the table. Yesterday we asked them, why don't you bring your financial uh, statement to the table, let us engage, let us peruse them to see how best can can can, 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 can we assist one another. We don't agree that the companies are in a financial crisis because they don't adhere to our request when we request them. Let us have an approach to see how best can we resolve the matter. Even we know that the fuel, the diesel price is high, but you, you, you must prove to the trade union to say, this is my financial statement, this is my financial crisis, so that then we can be able to go to work to empower members and say, really this com- company is under distress, they don't have money to pay 6% and whatever. But for now, you don't have that proof. Mm, mm, mm. So, so you're saying they haven't played open cards with yourself, and therefore, and I think correctly so, you can't really take anything they say to you unless they provide some evidence to that effect. Exactly. We need evidence. That's right. You know, let them put evidence to the table to say this is the proof that you don't have money. One, two, three, four. Then we can start to engage. When the evidence that was brought to the table, we can start to engage to see how can we resolve the matter. Meet, the, meet one half away so that we can be able to address mm-hmm. employees so the company is really under financial distress. What about the thousand of your members who are facing the chop? No. Uh, we, 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 we are not folding our arms and just sit down because uh, uh, the company wants to, 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 to take that particular action. Currently, we are, we are, we are engaging and negotiating and pleading for the employer not to dismiss uh, uh, those members. Uh, 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 at the same time, because we know, we know really and we confirm this was an unprotected strike, but remember, this strike was not started by the treatment. It was tried by the employee who called themselves the, the concerned employees. But because we do have members at, at the employer's premises, we have to intervene as trade to see how best can we assist members not to be, to be dismissed by the company. We are still engaging to see how best can we, 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 we engage the company. And unfortunately, the employer was very arrogant and unreasonable mm. in the talks 
nevertheless, we know that uh, uh, members were fighting for, for their rights. But is there still any space in the Alfred to engage here? Because, I mean, certainly from what we're hearing from the company here, the company is making it very clear that um, they, they, they have taken disciplinary action um, and effectively they are now firing these workers for undertaking an illegal action. No, they, 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 they give us until tomorrow that we must respond as trade union to, to why they should not dismiss our members. Unfortunately, we are going to make a submission as trade unions to, to, to the company to, to motivate how can we handle this matter in a proper way. So, so what happens from here onwards? I mean, I'm thinking, placing myself in the shoes of one of uh, those many workers uh, who are now facing the chop. Um, you know, where to from me uh, at this stage? I mean, do I wake up tomorrow uh, and go back to work? Do I join the picket lines once more? Where to from here? Sorry, come again? No, I'm asking for Abba Sebenz that um, have now, I guess, been fired for this illegal action. What does tomorrow look like? I mean, do I go back to the picket lines? Do I go back to the depot and pick up a bus and go and drive? What's the story? Like, um, what happens for them? Unfortunately, I, I can't confirm what will happen tomorrow because empl- em- em- employees are, are, are still not happy about what is happening. But maybe t- tomorrow they, they are still going to continue with uh, uh, this picket thing. But we are, we, are, we, are, we are addressing them and trying to, to, to engage them on a daily basis to, to see how can we remedy the situation. Do, I mean, is there... My understanding is that this is unpaid. So many of these workers, I guess, if they are not fired, will have certainly lost their wages for this moment. Yeah, it's the, 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 the labor relation... There is that other stipulate that they, when we don't go to... to, to, to when we embark on a... A strike, even if it is protected or unprotected, you don't, you don't receive your salary on those days that you have embarked on the strike. So okay. it's true. Yes. And, and you guys have a strike fund for them, or I'm, I'm not sure how that would work? No, there, there is no strike fund at uh, uh, this moment for, 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 for employees from trade unions. Okay, all right. Maybe then a last one before I let you go, um, Dr. Alfred. I mean, just this issue um, that you're having, I guess, now with the PADCO in particular. Um, are you experiencing similar issues with other bus operators? Um, and more importantly, uh, I guess the issue I was raising earlier around subsidies. Um, has there been any dialogue uh, as yourself, Satao, alongside, I guess, um, you know, your alliance partner, which is the ANC government, around what happens to that operating grant? Because I can foresee that many of these companies will say, the subsidy is not going up, so therefore it makes it very difficult for us to be able to increase uh, the wages that we pay through to you. No, for now, uh, it was only part of for now uh, uh, that we have experienced this problem. But there are some companies that are, are, are also have applied for, 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 for the exemption, mm. but we, we, we are doing all this throughout the process of the the, the, the main collective agreement, but it's true to say that we, we, are, we have not just fold our arms as trade union to say uh, the company are, are under financial distress. We are trying to engage with the employers to see as trade union to see how best can we assist to the, the situation that the company they are since they, there was an impact of COVID-19. The Sarbac is engaging the 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 the, the, the 
The cyber committee now is going to engage the department to see how can we assist these companies so that we can we can uh, uh, not not lose jobs, members mm. not lose jobs, all those things to see how this can we assist while the fuel uh, price is going up on daily basis. Yeah. So we, are, we have open engagement to see how this can we assist. Them. As part of that process, I mean, I want to come back to this question again, and Dr. Alfred. I mean, w- what is your view as a union on the, um, the path of the subsidies? Because I, I want to come back to this point. I mean, a big part of, you know, certainly for many of these subsidized bus operators of their business model is reliant on these subsidies. Um, and do you have a view on, I guess, you know, what ideally should be happening on the future of these subsidies? I mean, I did say earlier on, they're growing or expected to grow in the next few years or so less than inflation. Um, is there a view from Satao uh, insofar as that is concerned? The, 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 the issue of subsidy is a problem because uh, 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 not, all, not all the operators are receiving subsidies. That's true, yes. You must, mm. yeah, you must remember that the other operators who are not receiving the 60% subsidies, other are receiving a, 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 a subsidy. But even those companies, those are not receiving subsidies, are complying, even they are not receiving subsidies. But the, the, the more problem is when comp- these companies that are receiving subsidy are more problematic than the companies that are not receiving comp- a, a subsidy. Mm, mm. So, so, so your view is that uh, the subsidy is not a big issue. I mean, I guess it's a big issue in Patco because Patco is, is one of the major players in the space and they it, receive it, the subsidy. Let me, let me give you for example. Mm. If, 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 if the, 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 let me say, if it happens that we go to a protected strike, uh, uh, employees go to a protected strike for, for, the, for, the, for the wages, the, 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 the companies still receive the 60% subsidies from the government, even if uh, uh, there is no work, no pay, that is going to affect members. The companies still benefit from the government. They're going to receive whether they are operating or not operating. Mm. Well, employees are on a protected strike. They're going to receive. So it works for the company at the same time. Yeah, okay. So, so your suggestion is that, you know, whether or not your, work, uh, your members withdraw their labor, they will receive a subsidy notwithstanding, you know, that uh, lack of participation. Yeah. Exactly. And your view, I guess, on the other ones who don't receive a subsidy? I mean, should they be receiving a subsidy or, or what? Sorry? Your view on those companies that do not receive a subsidy? Um, what, what's your view insofar as that is concerned? Yeah, those ones are a problem because they, 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 they benefit of, 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 of the cash that they, that they receive from passengers. They don't mm. operate difficult. You, you, can, you, you can mention, you can see what has happened uh, with the company that we operate in this long distance, and those are the companies that are not receiving a uh, subsidy. So it, it, it's difficult for them to can uh, uh, sustain their business. As a result, they are, a lot of those companies are affect, affected by retrenchment. Some of them were closed because they, they were not operating during uh, uh, COVID-19. Yeah. Okay. Dr. Alfred, let's leave it there for tonight. Thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us. Thank you very much. That there is uh, Dada Alfred uh, Bubokov speaking to us from the South African Transport and Allied Workers Union. And I think what becomes clear, certainly from uh, uh, the debates that are happening, uh, you know, yes, this might be an industrial action, but I think there are many other moving and shifting parts, you know, in the uh, operating models of the uh, 
bus operators. Yesterday we were speaking about uh, Amapela and the minibus taxi sector. This is another part of that public transport space. Uh, this is the subsidized part, I, I must say. And I think uh, Dada Alfred is correct in his own assessment when he says, you know, there are many players who don't receive the subsidy. I mean, our understanding is that uh, around 7,500 out of 25,000 bus operators uh, receive a, a subsidy. Now, um, I don't have my calculator with me. I'm not sure what percentage that is. Uh, but uh, just the back of the envelope just shows that that's less than 40% of all bus operators in the country who are receiving a subsidy from the government. And uh, Patco is probably one of the major players that does receive a subsidy. But, um, you know, notwithstanding, I guess, the uh, uh, valid demands many of the workers are making, uh, you know, for back pay, for escalation since 2020, uh, because it's correct, they can't shoulder the moderation and the freezing of wages alone. Um, you know, and a bigger part of this debate has to do with uh, how workers and commuters have shouldered uh, the cost drivers of the, uh, you know, uh, bus systems, uh, be it the increase in fuel, the increase in maintenance requirements because the fleet is old, um, all of that. Um, has translated to higher prices, has translated to, for commuters, has translated to lower wages, it seems, for workers. Um, and it seems at the center of it are the bus operators themselves, but also uh, the government as well, uh, who uh, dish out the um, you know, a public transport operating grant. And I think uh, the big stories are there in that division of revenue. We will see in the next few weeks or so in the medium-term budget policy statement whether or not these uh, below inflation increases in the public transport operating grant will be the order of the day for the next few years or so. Because if they will, uh, it's certainly going to create significant discontent among commuters and discontent among workers in the transport sector as well and do very little to deal with the cost of living crisis that is confronting many a working class community. Yeah, 12 minutes it is after 8 p.m. Of course, uh, yeah, I guess we continue with community-related matters. And uh, I think that issue, uh, public operating, uh, public transport operating grant, uh, is something we might want to shine a spotlight on. We're trying to get some comment from the Department of Transport. And uh, certainly when we do get that comment, we will share that with you. Uh, probably not going to bring them on air, but just to get their perspective and maybe a statement from them. Um, and uh, you might be asking why. Well, the budget process, uh, and I guess the budget process is critical in this discussion because um, the subsidy that the buses, Patco and all of these guys get comes via the budget process.